Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Good morning, everybody. We're so glad you're hanging with us today. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. Good morning, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, good morning, Jen. How are you doing? You know, I, I told yeah. Ernestine last night, we are going to have to build a third swimming pool to contain all the dew I have won from you. I did it again, thanks to your man, LeBron James. And and you did it. I tried to save you from yourself, and you wouldn't listen to me. I just knew, because the second shot, he hit a three. I like, I get this, this is the easy money. I'm going to get this by half. So time. his first three, he made. Yeah. And usually, when he makes his first yeah, one, I'm like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. For two minutes into the game? Yeah. All I got to get is two more? Two more. And you had one at the end of the game that could have won you some due, could have won the game. Ah. Here we go. Woo. We get it. We get it Friday night. Two for Woo. nine. We get it Friday night. Okay. Take it out on the Grizzlies. Uh, uh, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're going <laughs> to take yeah, it out on the Grizzlies. Yeah, okay. Somebody got to pay for this, Gil. Yes, Another L for your <laughs> Lakers, Shannon. Just did not work out, even though they had LeBron. They could not upset the Kings last night. Lakers go down 116-111 at home. LeBron finishing with 32 points, 2 of 9 from 3 on the night. Beyond the arc, just not his sweet spot lately. The Kings were without DeMontis Sabonis, but every starter still scored in double digits in the five-point win. Shannon, break it down. What's the biggest reason the Lakers lost another close one? Well, offensive rebounding, second chance point, Skip. Lakers had six offensive rebounds. Uh, the Kings had 14 offensive rebounds, and they doubled up in second chance points. Kings had 20, Lakers had 10. I'm surprised by the rebounding margin, considered the Sabonis, as Jen mentioned, and Reed did not play last night. I felt very good when I didn't see him on the court. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got this one. Yeah. We got this one because he's basically he's a walking, he's a double-double, and he's really a, a, a walking triple-double. Mm. Um, and so I was like, okay, he normally gets 11, 12 rebounds a game. I say, minus that, what, what we got, okay, I feel very good about this. Yep. But for some reason, we were not able to, to control the glass, and we, we lost decidedly on the glass, 47-36. So that's a plus 11 for the Kings, plus 8 on the offensive end, plus 10 on second-chance points, and they were plus 7 from the free-throw line. So there are a lot of pluses that the Kings had that the Lakers did not have, and I think that was the main reason. Because, Kim, if you look at it, they shot the Lakers shot 43%. Now they didn't shoot a good percentage from the three, but they still was plus six from the three uh, three point line. And and when you look at it, six turnovers, that's eight turnovers in two games. So you can't say, well, we we turned the ball over, we lost because of turnovers. That wasn't the case. So uh, that's the only thing that I can look at. Look, and LeBron said it last night. They've lost three games uh in the last week, scale by a total of 10 points. 
the margin of error for this team is so small. They have to play a damn near perfect game. LeBron has to be damn near perfect, shoot, 50, shoot in the mid-50s, maybe even 60% in order for them to win, and they got to get great contributions. Last night, the, the starters other than LeBron, nobody had double figures, and that won't get it done. Now, the bench was sensational. Kendrick Nunn might need to get more minutes because he played really well last night. In the small minutes that he did play, he was a plus 18, yep. four or six from the three, five of eight from the floor. Uh, but that was the reason when I look at it, Skip, I just think the thing was they cleaned us up on the glass. They got uh, uh, plus 10. They were plus seven from the free throw line, plus eight on the offensive rebounding, and that was the difference in the ball game. But the, because the Lakers, are, uh, the, the Lakers' margin of error is so small, and if LeBron doesn't give you one of those virtuoso, virtuoso performances, Skip, there's a great chance that they're not going to win these games. Mm-hmm. And he didn't play bad last night. I mean, he, he, uh, uh, he struggled shooting the ball late. Uh, but he got off to a great start. He had, what, 18 points in the first half. I was like, okay, this is a 35, 40-point performance. And uh, he cooled off in the second half. But the Lakers, we just, it just, we just got to get more. We just got to get better play from guys more consistently. Remember Schroeder? Schroeder had, what, 32 points out there? He gave us five last night. Skip, that won't get it done. Pat Bell gave us three last night. Troy Brown Jr. gave us four last night. Skip, that's 12 points in your starters. And look at the minutes they're playing. You can't, you, can't, you can't play 25, 26 minutes and going to give up three, four, five points. That's not good enough. Okay. My turn. Like you, when I heard as the game was starting that Sabonis was out with some illness non-COVID, I said, okay, that's enough. This is it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. LeBron James has been on an all-time age 38 tear. Never seen anything like it. Don't think we ever will before. Seven games since he turned 38 on December 30th at Atlanta that night. He's averaging 37, 10, and 9. It's just off the charts, impossibly extraordinary. Yet, I'm saying going into the game, help me out here. How is this team 20 and 24? So I tweeted to start the game when there's no Sabonis. And you love Sabonis. You've been raving about him. You raved about him yesterday. You're saying he is he is an all-star yeah, caliber yeah, he, player, he definitely right? has a case to be made. Okay. So he and Fox. If, if he is out and, and he is also a rim protector for them, then you would think LeBron would have a super highway to the basket, and I tweeted that he should go for 40. I think I predicted at the end of the show yesterday yeah, 41. 40. Yeah. But I also said that the Lakers should win this game by 15 points, and I looked up late in the first quarter, and they were up by 14, which was their biggest lead. Okay, now you have to hang on and pour it on. Now you you have to do what you do. I've said this a thousand times, and it's going to be a thousand and one. LeBron James is still, still to this day, the best basket attacker in the game. There's nothing like him. He is a force of nature. When he gets going downhill at six feet, nine inches tall, what are we going to give him? 250, Mm -hmm. 260, somewhere in there. When he gets... Ahead of steam, nobody can stop him from playing bully ball because he's ambidextrous. He can go left. He can go right. He can dunk it any which way you want it dunked. There's nothing like him. He remains also the best passer in basketball, and I'll get that to that in a moment. But he is not the best closer in basketball because for some reason he is failing to close all of these games. I got a litany of them. I got like a parade of games over here, and I'm going to bang through them in just a minute. You have to close the deal because you're that good. At this point, you're that great. You're that unstoppable. And to me, 
the fourth quarter was all about, I need to see freight train LeBron because they can't stop him. He should have had a parade of free throws in the fourth quarter because they had them on the ropes without Sabonis. And with seven minutes to go, they had a one-point lead. And again, it had dwindled. But remember, Sacramento had forged ahead by 14 14. late in the third quarter. And here they came back. Okay, so now what happened last night in the fourth quarter? Well, in the biggest picture, LeBron James went one of seven. That's what happened. He's the best player on the floor by far, by far. And and I love De'Aaron Fox. And I do. I'll I'll give you this. De'Aaron Fox has proven this year to be a better closer than LeBron has. And he was better last night down the stretch than LeBron was. But the problem is when your best player, when a guy who's averaging 37, 10 and nine goes one for seven and 0 for three from three in the fourth quarter, and scores a grand total of five points, you're going to have a problem because you're, you're right. You, you can't trust anybody else except maybe Russ. And, and Russ led the way with eight points in the fourth quarter to LeBron's five. So it's between the two of them. Who's going to close the game? And in the end, it was De'Aaron Fox who right. closed the game. Well, they turned LeBron into a facilitator. He had seven assists He in had the seven quarter, assists, so. which is very good. But, but again, it, at this point, a guy who's averaging 30, he's on this this astonishing tear he's got to tear them apart because they can't stop him Harrison Barnes does a nice job on him but he still can't stop him and Shannon I I look back and I say okay so now they've fallen to 20 and 25 have the Lakers Mm -hmm. 20 and 25 that's barely above the Houston Rockets at the bottom and my San Antonio Spurs what's left of them and then here comes the Lakers they're 13th in the West right and I look back at all these games and just quickly I'm going to throw these out there was the, the home game against the Pacers. Any of you Laker Nation fans or your blind witnesses out there, you're going to remember these games. They're, they're up 19 going to the fourth quarter against Indiana at home. LeBron scored four in the fourth quarter. It's just not good enough. You're better than that. Then they lost at the Sixers, and LeBron didn't have much to do with the sensational comeback. AD did miss some free throws. But you're, you're even Steven going to the, the overtime, and LeBron went scoreless in the overtime, and they, they got trounced. Then we've got the – the game against the Celtics. He had a three-pointer to win the game at the end of regulation. They lost in overtime. He missed that one. Then the Hornets loss. Not going to dock him that much, but he ran out of his shoe, and I thought he was just going to drive it and get to the free throw line, but no, it didn't happen, and Schroeder missed the three from the corner. And then at Sacramento, remember, it comes down to the last play, and they they actually did close it because Schroeder closed it because that was his best game of the year by far, and he was the one who drove on De'Aaron Fox and got to the free throw line and made the two free throws. And then we had the Luka game at, at home. LeBron scores at home against Luka. Luka's just begging for them to win the game. And uh, in the fourth quarter and two overtimes, LeBron totaled six points on two of 11 from the field and 0 for 5 from three. It's just not good enough. And finally, he did close the Houston game, but he missed his last four three-point shots in the fourth quarter to let Houston all the way back in the game because they were down 13 early in the fourth quarter and came all the way back. And to his credit, he finally stepped up and made a bank shot, like about a, let's call it a 15-foot banker. Mm -hmm. And that proved to be the difference because they were up two at that point, and that made it a four-point game, and they were able to hang on. You have to win these games. These are begging to be won. I, I guarantee you. You put you put Kevin Durant, you put every other guy in those seven situations, they're not winning every last one of those games. Okay. You know but, that, I know that. Okay, to say somebody I, should be 100% yeah, but, in close. But the, these are games where he is so good at driving the basketball, you could just 
dominate the game. But Skip, still, if no matter how great you are, you're not going to win every last game. Okay. So you saying somebody should go 100% in closing? No, I'm just saying there are five of these he should have closed because they're they're That's not 100%. that. 100. You they're, just named five games. No, I, I got. I, I got up to nine, actually, but he did close one out of the nine. Okay, so I, I'm saying you could at least have five more wins this year, if if he just plays okay in the fourth quarter and he didn't play okay. Okay, me, okay how many more wins if AD hits the free throw in Philly yep. and if if, uh, if he hits the free throw in Boston? So what did LeBron have to do with that? So if we Nothing. hit the free throws, we win, right? Okay, but against what I think is the best team in the East, you got them to overtime. Clear the deck, so let's start we over in overtime. We were supposed to be in overtime. Okay? We had but a two-point you, you, lead. You got to overtime, and LeBron scored zero in overtime. What do you mean? We got, they got us to overtime. We had two free throws to win the okay. game, right. and we missed both free throws. Okay. You, you had an all-time off-the-charts comeback. What were you down like? It, it was like eight with 25 seconds Against to go. Against Philly? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and not only did you come back, you, you got in position to win the game, right. and AD missed he, he, I know he missed one for sure. Yeah, he that, missed one. Okay. But the point is, I'm just showing you that LeBron's on this incredible, just all-time off-the-charts tear, and yet he's not closing these games. And you, 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 gotta, you, you have to blame him for last night. I'm going to show you his seven shots in overtime. And the one that he did make was, was what he should have done, and he should have been doing it the whole quarter. But let me show you the seven shots that he took in the fourth quarter last night. He takes a three, and it's just way short. Okay, these are empty possessions in a game begging for you to win. Then he gets shot blocked. And then here we go again, and he decides, I'm going to get one of these. And he, it, it wasn't a bad shot, but it's just he's just not hot. He's going to wind up two for nine. And that was a huge one, and that, that was the big one. And then finally he goes right down. This, this is what you should do every time. And – he, oh, here's the drive shot that bounced around and fell, and he made the free throw to his credit. That tied the score. And then finally, here we go again. This is for the game. This is for the tie, and it's wide right back iron. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there are seven shots. One time in, in those seven, you saw what should have been done because when he drives it, I know he got a sort of a friendly bounce. If you if you drove the ball the whole quarter like that, they can't stop you. Yeah. You, you could shoot the man 10 30, free throws. Yeah, the man's 38 years old. Yeah. You know good and well it's impossible. Nobody's driving that much. Jordan, when he got older, he didn't drive the ball like that. When Kobe got old, he didn't yeah. drive the ball like that. So what makes you think okay. it's physically impossible? Okay, when when is Jordan older? Because I only know him from 98, which was his last real was NBA Was he driving season. the ball like that? Yes, in no, 98. No, he was giving you shoot the fadeaway. In 98. In 98. I was there. I covered the whole year. Listen, when they were in trouble, it, he went just, to the fadeaway. No, no, no. He, he, would, he, he would he would hammer people. He would drive the ball so hard you couldn't stop Skip, him. My, when Michael but, got but again, older, he was thirty four at that but, point. I'm, and as he got older, he developed that mid range. He put to get the ball in the pinch, and that's what he would do. He would get to the fadeaway. That's what Kobe went to. As you get older, you do not have the energy to exert and to go drive after drive after drive. That's why they developed the mid range game, Skip, because they knew at some point in time that we're not going to have the athleticism and the energy and the endurance to do that repeatedly okay. so like if, they did if, when they were younger. If he had made five mid-range jump shots, they're going to win the game. But he went one for yes, seven. Yes, Okay, but, but his strength is greater than Jordan's strength at driving the basketball because nobody can do that. So he, he made an interesting comment after the Philly game the other night. I, I think I skipped over that one. Remember, they lost to Philly at home, and yes. he did not score over the last 319 of a very winnable game. And he said after the game, we're playing good basketball, we're just not winning games. And I'm saying, yeah, because you're not closing. Just, just clo There's shots to be made. So now 
Now, what's he doing from three? He keeps jacking up threes. He's two for nine yes. last night. Yes, I do think he was tough. Yeah. Okay. So many threes. Okay. He, he's 29% from three. That ranks 151st of 152. He's one from the bottom. Russ passed him last night. They kind of jockey back and right. forth. But Russ made a couple, I guess, and mm-hmm. just passed him a little bit. So Russ is third from the bottom. The point is there's so many empty possessions. When, when you go, you, you miss all three three-point shots in the fourth quarter – it's trip, 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 where you, you don't score any points, right. where you're not playing to your own strength. I, I'm just saying, whatever you got left in the fourth quarter, you can win these games if you can get to the free throw can line. I, can I ask you a question? Now that KD's been out, how many games have Kyrie closed? When Kyrie was out, how many games did Kevin Durant close? Okay, it's, but- it's a lot easier, Skip, when you have multiple guys that can close. When you look at the Nuggets, they got Yoke and mm-hmm. they got Murray that can close. You look at the Celtics, yep. they got two guys that can close. Okay, and so but- when you have two or you have Embiid and you have Harden. All right, but what's amazing to me about the Lakers is they never get blown out. They never blow anybody out. No, no, no. They just keep playing night after night after night. I wanted to go to bed last night because right. I thought, surely they're going to win this game by 15. No. No, no. They can't. They don't. But they do play close games. Every game because goes to the Because LeBron controls the pace. He's not going to let you get up and down because he knows that's not what they're good at. They're not good at. They run, Skip, but it's got to be on their terms. They can't get up and down with these young teams. I, I thought they played fast in the first quarter. And what was yeah. the score in the first quarter? And then what happened? Yeah. They got 21 points in the second quarter, and they had a one point. They were down one at the half. They were running in the first quarter, and it's 39 to 28 after one. And then they score 21 in the second, 22 in the third, and 29 in the fourth. Okay? It, it goes slow, slow, slower, right? Yes. Okay. So in the big picture, what, what's just driving me crazy is they're just better than this. I, I want them to be better. I, it's better for our show. It's happier. It's, it's, it's more fun to watch them because – He's better than this. He, he, he's not validating the points that he's scoring because they keep losing these games. Yeah. And to me, it, it's about the closer gene or whatever you want to call it that, that he's not displaying right now because somebody has to take the ball and say, no, we're not going to lose this game. And again, Jordan in 98, they had, I don't know if they wound up the best record in the league. I think it was close to the best record in the league. No, what's going on? Well, they had, the, they had Utah, the best record. And Utah had, Utah the, best had the best. I think they were second best, which is why games six and seven yeah, were to be, be in Utah, but right. they closed it in six. Right. But the point was, Jordan, in any close game, however it needed to be won, he would just win it. Every night I would walk out of that building, the United Center or his center, and I would say, I saw something tonight I've never seen before. He did that. Now, again, he was 34 going on 35. Right. So he, this is 38. Right. But I'm just saying this team is so much better than its record of 20 and are 25. They yes, they are. You, I, I think the fact is, uh, so I think you're looking at it just from a standpoint of a great player. It's kind of like what we did with the Bucks. We look at Tom Brady and we say they should be better than eight wins. Because of why? Because of Tom? Are we saying they should be better just because of LeBron? When you look at, come on. Where, where, where are your all-stars? Where are your all-NBA players? Where are your other all-NBA players? Where are your all, uh, other guys that you like? That is a must-have. If we took what other guy can we take off this roster and we put him on any other roster and he says, okay, that, make, that puts him over the top. Okay, Russell Westbrook is going to be the sixth man of the year. He, he's running away with it to me because he, he just keeps coming off the bench and averaging 20-odd points and, and oh, seven and well. seven. he played well last he night. He played well last night. He, he was a... The plus, plus one. one, okay? And Kendrick Nunn played very well because he was a plus 18. But on the flip side, 
both LeBron and Pat Bev were minus 16. 16s. Okay, so that pretty much told the story. And again, De'Aaron Fox made all the shrewd moves at the end of the game because he is a... He just kills the Lakers. Yeah. He, he kills them. He, he just, loves just, to play against the Lakers. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. And he gets... He gets the, the friendliest bounces. I've never seen a guy shoot the ball like that, Skip, from a three-pointer, and the ball goes straight up in the air and goes right in the basket. He shoots soft. <laughs> he, does. he does. And it just barely hangs and falls. But now the Lakers have fallen to 22nd in defensive efficiency. Yeah. And under the previous coach, i got to say, their, their calling card was defense. And if I go back two years ago, they were number one in defensive right. efficiency, and now they're 22nd. And, again, LeBron's getting up there in age. He still ranks reasonably high. He's 53rd in defensive win shares, yeah. which is not – that's not bad. Right. The three-point shooting is hard to overcome because he's still 38th in the league in attempts. So he's top 40 in attempts, and he ranks 151 at the bottom of the list. Well, you said they had a, had a what, 11, 12-point lead in the first quarter? Yep, And then you look, at the, yep. you look at the second quarter, Skip. They go one from seven from three, which is 14%. They shoot under 40% from the, uh, uh, from the field, and they get out rebounding 14 to six. I mean, they had as many as offensive rebounds as the Lakers had deep rebounds, period. Yep. So that's where they – and they got back in the game. So now all of a sudden you're up 11 to find yourself down one because they outscore you 33-21 in the second quarter. Yeah. And so and, and instead of putting your foot on the gas and getting even more separation, you allow them to step on the gas yep. and pass you up. And so yep. now you got a nip-tuck ball game. But I agree with you. When I saw this when bonus wasn't there, I was like, oh, yeah, we about to kill them on the glass. They, they out rebounded by 11? 11. How can you do that? Not with a, you, you can't yeah. get out rebounded by 11 without some bonus. Yeah, if and, you, and to LeBron's credit, he led the team in rebounding with, right, nine. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Nine. He yeah. had nine. nine. Okay, that led the team. Okay, so he, no, he had eight rebounds, nine assists. I'm sorry, I'm looking at assists. Eight rebounds. But mm -hmm. still, he led the team with eight rebounds. Right. Well, th that's pretty good, but whatever happened to Thomas Bryant? I thought he was the hardest working man in show business, and all of a sudden, he got quiet last night with eight and four. Yeah, we definitely need him to start giving us some more of these double doubles. Yeah, some seventeen, fifteen, some seventeen, twelves. And we're gonna—you're definitely gonna need that because that's a big team. You, you're playing against Stephen Adams. You play against Jer, uh, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. They—they they can rebound. They got some. They—they they got big bodies. They're—they're young. They're athletic. Now you got, you got a problem. Memphis has won a franchise record eleven in a row after last night. And what what normally calls Lakers problems? Young athletic guards, young athletic wings. Well, that's I mean, all saw, they got. You saw De'Aaron Fox. Okay, now you get to see Ja. Yep. You remember, Skip, you remember what Garland, you remember what Donovan uh, uh, Mitchell? Mm -hmm. Donovan Mitchell did? That, that, we see what the, uh, the law firm did with uh, Tatum and Brown. Yep. Young athletic guys, give them fits because they don't have any young athletic defenders. Yep. So then they have to go to Portland on, I believe, Sunday night. And then Tuesday, they get the team in the basement. They get the Clippers. Hey, we do the this. Oh, did you see what did you, did you Utah did last day? Neither Kawhi, no Kawhi, no PG. Well, you already knew Kawhi was going to play. Kawhi I, played I three games in a row. That's it. Yep. Okay, well, he's going to play against the Lakers. That's okay. You're, you're, you're going to have a problem. Well, yeah, you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a big problem. Ooh, LeBron been waiting for this. Yeah. I, you know, he done, scored, he done scored 40 points, I think, against every team except one. Mm, Guess that, that change one. on Tuesday. Yeah. Really? Guess that change on Tuesday. Huh. Do, are we going to have a little We might. Line? Just might. <laughs> we just might. Because I'll tell you over there, you came out here, Kiki, Kiki, this morning. We're going to see what we hey, I'm looking at 20 and, what are they, 25? 28. 20 and 28 for your Lakers. That's what I'm Stop looking at. Stop it. Whew. I, I don't even see how they're going to make the playoffs. 
So LeBron's going to pass Kareem and miss the playoffs? Yeah, we're going to pass him. Go pass him. Go on pass him. <sighs> we just get AD back. We get AD back going a little bit, a little bit, a little winning streak here. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you've you got Hall of Famers everywhere, and you can't win a basketball game. Oh, it was just that simple. Yeah. You, you get a collection of Hall of Famers, yeah. and you just win. Uh, it's not that simple, Skip. Okay. It is for my Cowboys because our offensive line is all Hall of Famers. Oh, uh, now, now all of a sudden you got to load it with Hall of Famers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did y'all have no Hall of Famers Lakers against Washington? Lakers are 13th in the West after that <laughs> loss, guys. And the Sacramento Kings jump up to third in there. the West. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride-or-dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Dak Prescott had what a lot of folks are calling one of his best overall games in that wild card win Monday. Dak passing for over 300 yards and five total touchdowns. He had a QBR rating of 97. Shannon, which Dak are we going to see Sunday in San Francisco? The one who tied for the season lead in interceptions? Or the one from that big win in Tampa Monday night? Everybody acting like we haven't seen Dak seven your body of work. We're talking about consistent. If he was consistent, Jerry would have had no problem shelling out $40 million. If he was consistent, we wouldn't be surprised by what we saw. If Patrick Mahomes does what Dak Prescott did, are we surprised? If Joe Burrow or Josh Allen did what Dak Prescott did on Monday night, are we surprised? Mm. Absolutely not. Yep. The only reason we're surprised, because we saw just a week ago what he did in Washington. <laughs> We saw what he did against Jacksonville when they had the big lead. We saw what he did against Green Bay when they had the lead. So this is the reason why we're surprised. Why? We've got a seven-year body. Skip said this is a large sample size. Skip Mm -hmm. told me like 10 games is a large sample size. So if if 10 games is a large sample size, I know damn well seven years is an even larger sample size. Hey, I know some medical studies that don't do a sample size of seven years. We got seven years of work. So what am I supposed to do, Skip? So I'm supposed to disregard everything that I've seen from Dak Prescott over seven years and say, okay, what I saw Monday night, that's him, who he is moving forward. Mm. Absolutely not. I'm unwilling to do that. Am I saying he's going to be what he was in Washington? 
No. Am I saying he's good, but he won't be what he was against Tampa either. He's somewhere in the middle, Skip. This is what he does. He's roller coaster. That's why you was hesitant to give him the 40 million. Jerry told him, you're damn sure hesitant to give him 40 million. Told him to his face. They I, didn't, I overpaid you. They didn't bat an eye to give Patrick Mahomes half a billion dollars. They didn't bat an eye to give Jerry. Although that was team friendly. It, but go it ahead. was team friendly. They, they didn't bat an eye to give Josh Allen his money. Hell, they gave Deshaun Watson a quarter of a million guaranteed it. So what am I supposed to do with this, Skip? So, look, we're we going to talk about this ranking, about that. So let me ask you a question. Everybody out there talking and bumping their gums. You take, would you take Dak Prescott over Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, or Jalen Hurts? You might. Some people in Dallas say that we take him over Hurts. But ain't nobody in Dallas taking him over Mahomes, Burrow, or Allen. Nobody. Nobody. So with that right there, so it's, I've seen enough. I know what he is. He's inconsistent. I do not expect to see. Skip, that was one of the great perform offensive performances that we've seen. Damn, who, who by anybody in NFL history, what he did Monday night? I agree. Should not be poo-pooed. No. Because it was special. It was special. That's why that QBR <laughs> said 9-7. Yes. That's on scale. In a playoff game. In a playoff game. Not in a regular season. That's a playoff game. All the money's <laughs> to the table because the NFL, that's game seven. That's game seven in hockey. That's game seven in basketball. That's game seven in MLB. That was the first. That was out the gate. He did that. So I won't try to I won't I won't deny him that. But y'all want to y'all want to make me forget everything that I've seen from this man over seven years, Kip. Okay. You also saw that that ten that he put out there against the Washington football I team. I did. Just a week early, also. I saw it. I saw thirty-eight percent completion. <laughs> exactly. Thirty. I saw four of eighteen on third down. Okay. He did that. I saw a team that said, "Are we there yet?" They didn't show up in Washington because they didn't care. They cared about at GOAT on Monday night. And look, I'll be the first to admit to you, no nation out there can overreact like Cowboy Nation can overreact. <laughs> and, and this is a supreme, severe overreaction. Yet and still, I do believe something happened at Tampa on Monday night. I do believe I saw a different DAC. I saw a much better Dak than I have ever seen over seven years. I saw somebody who suddenly had complete command of that position in ways I've not seen before. I saw somebody who got a hold of it, who seized it by the throat and said, I, I got this. I saw somebody who looked like he's finally figured it out. You came okay. out here to say you came out here that Monday after they did that 40 to three job on Minnesota and said the exact same thing. Not, not so much about him, about them. Yes. I just said that's legit firepower. That's, that's got Super Bowl written all over it if they continue to perform yes. at that level. Well, I told you all year I kept seeing signs of Super Bowl potential. I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm saying they have potential yeah. if they, they carry this momentum all the way across the country into San Francisco Stadium they can beat San Francisco, yeah. but he has to play at the level he yeah. played at Tampa. I saw, the, I saw the same sign that you saw. It had danger ahead. Uh, Steep cliff. Okay. All right. Well, you could be right. But you know what? Just last year, once the playoffs hit, I saw a quarterback take off that I never really trusted before, and his name is Matthew Stafford. Right. And we knew about the arm talent because he got right. way more arm talent than right. he does. Yes. Because even Bruce Aaron said, I go out early to watch him oh, spin the Matthew, ball. Oh, Matthew Stafford yeah. can spin it. Absolutely. Okay. He had led the league in interceptions umpteen times <laughs> yeah. in Detroit because he was a turnover machine in Detroit. If I'm not mistaken, I think he led it last year, too. He did. He led the league <laughs> last year. But once they hit the playoffs yeah. running, he took off. 
it, it, it's like some switch flipped in the back of his psyche in part because of his coach. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the right coach, you know, buttering him up and, and slapping him on the back and on the butt. And, and he took off mm-hmm. and he played at a supremely high level all the way through the playoffs, including at GOAT when they right. went down there and barely won that game. All right. So I saw things the other night where, where I said, this guy, this is quarterback at, at the highest IQ yeah. level because I, I'm going to show you two plays that just caught my eyes. The, the first touchdown pass to a position that you love tied Dalton in, Schultz. Dalton Schultz is underrated because he doesn't look like well, he's any George Kittle or yeah. anything. But, but, you know, listen, he, this is, he looks left. Look how he looks left. He looks the safety off, and then he goes yeah, he right back because, because he knew. Yeah. He knew he had Schultz right up that yeah, seam. Yeah, because yep. he sees it. And he looks it. him off, and then he stepped right into the throw, and it's just beautiful. It's beautiful eye manipulation yeah. of the defensive backfield. And I'm saying that's big time. Right. And he loves 86. Yes. He, he trusts 86. So, so I got that going. He likes and 86 as much as 88. He does like 86. And, and, again, can I put 86 in the Kelsey kit? No, I can't. No. But but does Dak love him like yeah. he he like those other quarterbacks right. love their time? Yes. Right. Okay. Then there's another. This is a much smaller play, but this is a third and six play. It, it's from the Tampa 47. It's it's early in the fourth quarter. They are coming with a blitz here. You can see they're going to come, and Dak read it and checked to gallop on a quick slant, and he steps right into it. You can see Mike Edwards comes unblocked, clear right in his face, right. and he ropes it. To Michael Gallup, and, and if we can see it one more time, look at Levante David. He backs out and, and has the, the flat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Th- this is interceptable unless you step into it and wing it. And look at Levante David. He's coming for it, and that's a pick six. If, if he gets there, if he's a split second earlier or flatter, as you said, maybe you get your hands on mm-hmm. it. But Dak saw it, it coming yep. because they hadn't blitzed much all night, and right. all of a sudden, Devin White, can we see it one more time? I want to show you. Look at number 20 in the Dallas backfield because we're going to talk about him in a minute. Look what Tony Pollard does to Devin White. Can can you see this? Yeah, that's what you got to do. Okay, he stepped up and stoned Devin White. Devin White is their best blitzer. Devin White can bring the thunder and the pain. And little number 20, he's not that little, he's 215, he steps right up and meets him in the hole and stood him up. Okay, well, it's it's. It's it's life in the NFL. That's how you win games is your back has to step up and take somebody head on. Yeah, but can you agree with me? Okay. Cowboys beat a bad team. Well, they, they beat skip a – Skip, they were 8-9. and nine. And they beat a team that has no pass rush. So, so we're going from no pass rush to supreme pass yeah. rush. In 17 games in the regular season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers scored more than 24 points twice. Okay. And they lost one of those games. So that was a bad team. Let's, let's, not, let's not all of a sudden say they were world beaters because they weren't. And I'm, not okay. try, and, and I'm not trying to minimize what they did, but this notion, the Cowboys were favored. They were the only team to go on the road that was fa- uh, uh, other than the Chargers, to go on the road and be favored. Three and a half. By three so what does that tell you? Okay, I got it. But we had seen Brady in the All the Marbles game in the South, albeit the South. Yeah. Carolina was on a roll, especially on defense. You saw it one okay. Time, Skip. Okay. What's that? You saw it one time. Okay, but there were top ten defense at that point, and he throws for four thirty-two and right. three touchdowns yes. and sneaked one over. Okay, so he had done that, and I thought he was going to play at a much higher level on that night, which is why I feared him at his stadium on a Monday night game. But 
the point was we did what we were supposed to do. That's yes. the first thing I told you on Tuesday yes. morning. We did what yes. we were supposed to, right. and we did it at the highest yes. level. Yes. And we did not turn the football over. And he didn't throw it to them right. one time, and he didn't get sack fumbled. Right. Correct. So, so all the, the things that had haunted him on your resume were not there no. to, to, to be fought over the next day. So the point is, I think he can carry the momentum of this into San Francisco. I, I believe he's going to play a clean game, and I believe he's going to play a commanding game at quarterback because you're going to have to. But here's the thing, Skip, and this is why maybe a lot of people are shocked. He had gone seven straight games and turned the ball over. Yeah. And a couple of those games, three or four well, of those. With interception. Right, yeah. at least two. Yep. So with that being said, he played a clean game. Now, I believe the, the 49ers – pose a different set of problems than what Tampa did. They can get after the quarterback. They can coach you into doing things that Tampa could never do. Dak was really never come to, uh, was never under duress. He was not under duress. So now it's I believe huge. I believe both I, I, I believe give you those that. guys and I'll be the first to admit I'm I'm scared by that. But also, what about the 49ers' offense? I think the 49ers' offense is better than Tampa. Okay. Offense. Well, sure it is. Well, you saw what they did to Tampa there. It was 35-7, yes. to 7 and right. it was over by halftime. Yeah, I, and right? probably, Skip, look, when you play Tampa, you know them. You've already broken them down on film. I think Kyle Shanahan probably started like, Dallas going to win this game. Because I've said, Skip, since week eight, the match, if I'm the Cowboys, I want to stay in the five spot. Because I want Tampa. Yeah. I want that team. Uh, you're right. Because I've seen, I've seen enough of them. Throughout the seat, at that point, boy, the Cowboys like, don't you get the number one seed? You don't want it. You don't want no. You don't want only. You want Tampa because okay. that's an assured win. Okay, I have seen some leaks in the foundation of the secondary of the forty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have yeah. seen some vulnerability. Yes. So if you do give him just enough time, yeah. I believe he can stand tall. And and I do have CD, and I do have eighty six. And I do have Gallup, yeah. and I do have Tony Pollard, and I think we can do some damage because right. we better. Hey, well, I saw DK. Now, DK is a different type of receiver yeah. than what you have. He's a more physical, big yeah. body, love the contact. Yeah. CD is tremendous run after the catch, but he's not the physical like the play through contact. Now, he's, he gets the ball in his hand. You got hell getting him on the ground. You do. Now, I like T.Y. Hilton as the third option. Love him. Because he had some big catches early in the game, Skip. That really gave that get okay. We stay on rhythm. We can stay on the field for another third for another uh, set of downs. So that's going to be key. Is the fight like, okay? Because CD was relatively quiet till late in the ball was. game. But it was it was the Gallops. It was the T.Y. Hilton and Dalton Schultz. You got to play very very close attention to Dalton Schultz because he loves that guy. Yeah, he he's like weirdly slippery. Like like he he doesn't look like he's moving that fast, right. but he sure gets open a he, lot. He does. I think the thing is with him, Skip, is that they don't look at him. You mentioned the tight ends. You mentioned the Kelsey's. You mentioned the Kittles. You mentioned the Mark Andrews or the mm -hmm. Wallers. They don't view him as like that, so they don't give him the attention like that. And the next day, you know, you look up like, man, that man had five catches for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, because you don't treat him as like a true uh, a true top five receiver, a tight end. I, I wonder how many times this year he got doubled. <laughs> Done. <laughs> would, would there be some third and fives where they'd, they'd put two on him? I, I didn't. I never saw. No, I, I think more times than not, you probably think he's gonna go to CD. You're yep. probably more apt to double CD. You are. But I think they'll probably pay him a little closer attention. Uh, I, I'm not doubling Noah Brown. I'm not doubling Ty. Where do, where does he normally? The guys when he feels like he's in trouble, he's gonna throw that ball to Schultz, or he's gonna throw it to CD. He is. I, I got it. I believe Dak Prescott will play at a very high level once again. I believe Sunday night will turn into. I'm sorry, Monday night will turn into Sunday night. 
that he will continue on at this level, that it's not a blip. It will be a trend at San Francisco. You think, play? You think I play? think he'll play very well. I do. Man. And that will give us a very good you, chance. You, you got a lot of confidence in that. I do. I after do. one game, yep. after beating a bad team. I do not think this was an aberration. <laughs> I do. I know you do. You saw seven years of yeah. aberrations. Okay. I think he finally figured it out. It took a while. You remember you said he had turned the corner, the corner a couple years tell, ago against gentlemen. the Patriots. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. NFL analytics reporter Seth Walder ranked the top 100 most valuable players this season. Guess who? Patrick Mahomes takes the top spot, followed by Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Joe Burrow to round out your top four. Shannon, I think I know where you're going to go on this, but should Mahomes indeed be number one? Well, look, you can debate all the other positions you want to, but the number one is is, is undeniable. Uh, it's, un- it's not even debatable. It's not for, for discussion. And Patrick Mahomes was the MVP before Jalen Hurts got hurt. Skip his 77.6 QBR with 6.4 higher than uh, Josh Allen. He averaged 29 more yards per game than Joe Burrow, all despite playing. There's a lot of receivers that made this list. Not one of them is Pat Mahomes' receiver. Now, he did have Kelsey up there, but uh, Jalen Hurts had two. He had Devontae and A.J. And he had an offensive lineman on that thing, too. Mm. And he had two. Uh, Jason Kelsey was up on that thing. Uh, uh, Devontae Smith. We did have Creed Humphrey, but y'all had two receivers. How you get two receivers on the, on the list, Skip? Mm. And we ain't got none. Mm. And one of our main receivers was hurt since week nine. Nicole Hardman. Mm-hmm. Lost Tyreek. Come on, Skip. Mm. I mean, look, it's, it's look, like I said, we can debate all you want to about a lot of different things. Uh, I think you're probably happy the, the top four spots were all, uh, uh, was all occupied by quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. You know, Justin Herbert was seven miles. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was eight. They got a bunch of quarterbacks on this thing. And I'm sure you're happy about that. But the one that I've been telling you, Skip, I don't know where you thick school. Mm. You won't allow you to see. Mm. My homeboy mm. is where is that? Now, I guess, I wonder who's going to be number one this year mm. when the uh, players vote. 
Good Who going to be number one? Good question. Yeah, no good question. Maybe that's a story to be told in the next three, four weeks. Really, right? Skill Bailey? Yes. Really? Yeah. Really? The man about to win the second MVP. The man got the number one seed. By default, he's going to win. <laughs> no default. If Jalen Hurts hadn't gotten hurt, we'd be having a different conversation. Skip, he deserved to, it. Skip, he won Skip, it. what am I supposed to do with 5,200 mm. yards and 41 touchdowns? What am I supposed to do with Travis Kelsey, the greatest receiving tight end according to Shannon Skip, Sharp, ever. Did you know A.J. Brown finished in front of Travis Kelsey? <laughs> he did. <laughs> okay, remember, this, as this analyst wrote at the top of this list, this is one man's opinion. So we're basing on one man's yeah. opinion. Maybe he's a Chiefs fan. That I don't was, know. Yeah, you got, <laughs> so what fan well, are you? I don't know his background. So, I have no so, idea. So when I see when I see you up here, here and you base this on, on Cowboys or Tom Brady, that's your opinion. That's mm -hmm. one man. So what? For all I know, you might be a Cowboy fan. I, I can't even remember where Dak was, but he's where he should have been. Oh, he's 21st. 21st. Okay. Oh, I, you I got think no problem with that? I think he's edge of top 10. I think off Monday night, he'd be not. Yeah, 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 yeah. you go right. Monday night. So, okay. so what are we supposed to do about the body of work? All right, body of work. Let's talk about body of work, <laughs> shall we? Okay. Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the National Football League. I can't make a case for MVP because I can't do it with stats because his stats were actually off this year, as was his offensive line. It finished 30th in pass block win rate. They finished 32nd last year. It's completely decimated yeah. right now. He's lost a starter off the offensive line each of the last three weeks. So going forward to Buffalo, I don't know. Yeah. Can they protect him at all? Well, at least there's no Von Miller on the other side at right. Buffalo. And so right. that could be the undifference maker, right. right? Okay. But Joe Burrow, all he's done is beat Patrick Mahomes all three times head to head. <sighs> and in those three games, he threw eight touchdowns to one pick. Okay. In those three games, Mahomes was six touchdowns to two picks. Okay. So he slightly outplayed him because Patrick's really good. I got, I got no problem with him being very high on this list. I just think Joe Burrow plays quarterback more cleanly and efficiently and effectively than I see Patrick Mahomes but play let me quarterback. Ask you a question. So if that's the case, why doesn't he throw as many touchdowns and as fewer interceptions as Patrick Mahomes? You say he plays the game cleaner. He throws more interceptions than Patrick Mahomes, but not as many yards and not as many touchdowns, and his win-loss record is not as good as Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So why is that? But he lifted a team all the way to the Super Bowl and within one play of winning the Super Bowl. My guy lifted year. a team to the Super Bowl, and he won yeah. the Super Bowl. Okay, but your guy throws a lot of big picks at, at bad times. But even though the big picks are at wrong time, he still didn't throw as many as Joe Burrow. And he had more yards than Joe Burrow, yeah. and he had more touchdowns than Joe Burrow. Now, can I, can I, can I interest you in uh, hold on, Jamar Chase is on this list? T. Higgins is on this list? Damn! Mm -hmm. Any offensive linemen on this list from Cincinnati? No, there no. shouldn't be. No. <laughs> there shouldn't be. Thank you. But I don't know how he did it. Last year, he was the most sacked quarterback in the league in yeah. the regular season, and by far the most sacked yes. in the postseason. And he did that? Skip, he's really, really good. Ooh. I'm not going to deny you that. But he's not Patrick Mahomes yet. Okay. All I know is I saw Patrick Mahomes Win a Super at, Bowl? at Indy. I saw him at Indy this year. Help me out. Jog my memory here. Wasn't there a play at the end of the Indy game? Maybe, yeah. maybe we have it. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we do have it. Oh, it's, it's a miracle. We, oh, look at this. He throws right. a pick. That, that ended the game. They, they were in position. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is get past the red line, and you're going to win the game with the field goal. If in fact, but consider how Buckner's been kicking this year. No, we're sure no, about that. No, we're not okay. sure about that. Maybe you need to trade for money, Mark. No, we good. Yeah. We we go okay. with that. So that happened. Okay. Then, what about those five interceptions that he but, threw but against then, opening day okay, against Pittsburgh? Th then there was Buffalo. Remember okay. Buffalo yeah. at Kansas City yeah. this year, and at the end of the first half, he throws 
a, a god-awful, what are you doing, what are you thinking interception mm -hmm. into the end zone. It's just cardinal sin. It, it might have been even worse than Brady's interception the other night. Because it's just like, what, what, well, Patrick, what, what are you thinking? I'm going globetrotter here. Watch me. I'll throw this between my legs, and maybe somebody will catch it. No, I'll just do that. Well, what was that? Okay. And then at the end of the game, he throws that one. Yeah, that, that was a great that, play. That ended the game. That was a great okay? play. Okay. Yeah. And it's a sidearm, careless, poor footwork. I, I see that too much from him because he gets away with near murder because his coach loves it because it polishes the coach's genius. But what about, just think about it. If Brady could do that, if Brady could scramble out of the pocket and throw the ball down the field. He doesn't need to. Yes, he does. No. I, you said his no. offensive line wasn't that good. So if he's going to be a standing, if he's going to be a sitting duck, yep. he need to do something. Yeah, but if you give him just one more second of protection, then he throws it better than Patrick Mahomes because he's just a better pocket passer than Patrick is. But Skip, there's more to there's more ways to win a game than just throwing from the pocket. And you see the guys now; there are not that many guys. The guys that have played a position like Brady and Manning, they're becoming a dying breed. They're becoming an eyesore. I, you I'll need to be athletic, that. Skip, because the, def the defenders are becoming more athletic, yep. and they'll chase you down. Okay, Joe Burrow can really move. Yeah, like it's way underrated how quick he is out of the pocket, yeah. and how fearless he is running with the football yeah. down the field. He's faster than Patrick Mahomes is. Skip, I'm not saying Joe. Skip, all these guys, the top four quarterbacks, they're, they're unbelievable. But Pat Mahomes, I guarantee you poll all 32 general managers. Mm. <laughs> I guarantee you, you're going to get, you, you know, they know who number one is. I think they might go Joe Burrow. I, I do. And, and by the way, Joe Burrow, I've said he's the closest thing to Brady, th this side of Brady. And yet, he's not Tom Brady because what, what he does is what Brady no longer does. J Joe Burrow will stand in and take shots in the pocket like he crazy. He young. He's young, maybe, little, <laughs> he, maybe he, young he, and dumb. Yeah, he young. And he did miss that, most of a year with a uh, knee injury, yeah. right? Yeah, but as he, as he gets older, he'll realize he'll get rid of football. Those licks will start to hurt when All you right. start to get hit 30. Now, the last point I would like to make about this list is that number three is Jalen Hurts on this list. That did my heart good because I did first guess this. I, I told you the day he was drafted that this, this young man will change the face of the Eagles organization, and, and I'm happy to see him up at third. Do I think he's better than Joe Burrow? I do not. But that's taken nothing away from what he's done for Philadelphia, which is change the culture. He changed the culture, uh, not Nick Sirianni. Well, my thing is uh... – Hold on. Where's uh? What you call him on here? He should be higher than this. Zach Mar Zach Martin definitely should be on this list. Mm. Zach Martin might be your best player. Best overall player? Yeah. Well, not most valuable. No, I mean, no, no. Best he player in no, no, his not. position, or because he's, I think he he's by far better at his position than any other cowboy is at their position. I don't think he's better than Micah at his position. I, I mean, I can make a call. I can hold up. Is Micah better than? He's an edge rusher. Is he better than Nick Bosa? Is he better? Is he really better than Miles Garrett? Okay. Micah came came out of the doldrums the other night and took the game over. He did. Yeah, he did. And, I'm not and saying And I don't that. know if he's been distracted. I don't know if he's been beat up. He just had a daughter two days before this yeah. game. Maybe that was bothering him. Maybe it was distracting him. Zach Martin had lost a step. Okay. He's still oh, that dude. I know. The That's dude, why he, I think I got a shot. He, he first team all pro every I, year. I got it. It's, got it's it. like okay, we know one of those positions going to Zach Martin. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so I'll take it. Yeah. I got it. Good. But Thank my homeboy number one skill. No. But you knew that. No, I didn't know that. You I've been did. telling you Joe Burrow all year long. You won't listen. Skip. My guy has more yards, more touchdowns, fewer interceptions, and one and has the number one seed. What else can he do? Three and oh. 
okay. Burrow against Mahomes. So, so I guess what? And he still lost more games. Mm. Well, now we're going to find out, okay. aren't we? And by the way, maybe we'll get to see. I, I, I said, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You handle your business. We handle our business. We meet again. We would see, and it'll be back at your place. Yeah. Yeah. We love your place. Okay. All yeah. four in action this weekend, guys. <laughs> okay. It's going to be an awesome weekend of football. Yeah, it will.